The dull ache in the back of my head was fast becoming a pounding that made its way toward my temples. As I began to come around, I moved my head back and forth, forcing the cobwebs to clear. When things came into focus, I recognized my surroundings, my office in downtown St. Louis, exactly where I was going when everything went black. I tried to sit up, but found myself tied to my rolling desk chair. Whoever tied me up had also rolled me over in front of the window on the south wall. Normally, the old leather chair would sit behind the desk to my right. The office door, complete with distorted glass and the words Jack Carter Investigations, was directly ahead of me. The bathroom was to my left, which, despite my current predicament, I felt the need to use right now. My day always starts, continues, and finishes with lots of coffee. Also, there was a bottle of Tylenol in the cabinet that my head was crying out for. To say that I found myself in an unusual situation would be somewhat disingenuous. In the seven years I'd been a private investigator, I'd been kicked, punched, cursed at, and even spit on. However, being tied up was a new one for me. What added to the novelty of my current state was that I didn't know who was responsible. In past altercations I always knew who was taking their best shot at me, and why. Husbands had exposed cheating on their spouses, disability claimants who were surprisingly nimble when not at a doctor's office, and even a woman who told her husband she was working out while going to a different sort of club with her girlfriends. But currently my caseload was light, and as far as I knew my enemies were few. Then I heard a voice, not just any voice, but a booming, throne room of God, rattles your insides type of voice. If I hadn't been tied in the chair, I might have fallen out of it. Jack Carter, hear what I say, or you will die. Okay, not the first thing you expect to hear when you think God is talking to you. Is that you, Lord? I am not your Lord. The source of the voice moved around in front of me where I could see it. Seeing him removed all doubt as to whether his voice came from God. In fact, the speaker looked like the guy at the opposite end of the good versus evil spectrum. My office was not large, but when this deep voice behemoth moved around in front of me, the space suddenly became claustrophobic. Six foot four or five, shaved bald, with gray eyes that shimmered. His body was a square, almost as thick as it was wide, but all muscle a full-length black trench coat, black t-shirt, and black boots, increased the incredibly ominous look. Who are you, then? I asked. Who I am is not as important as why I'm here. I have come to give you a message. Was it necessary to hit me in the back of the head and tie me up to deliver this message? I get sarcastic when I'm terrified. Actually, I'm sarcastic most of the time, just more so when I'm scared. He ignored me, which was probably good for my health, and the shimmering gray eyes bore down on me, forcing me to meet his stare. This is a warning. You'll receive a call to service, and it will be up to you to choose your path. Well, good, because I like to make my own decisions. I have to learn to shut up. Do not mock the opportunity I am giving you. I held my tongue. You can reject the call and live. If you accept the call, I will be forced to kill you.
I was about to object to the killing part when he looked over his shoulder toward the door, then back at me, before he disappeared. Gone. There one second, and not there the next. My head really hurt now. I glanced behind me, but he wasn't there. Bending over as far as I could, I looked under my desk. My head spun immediately, so I sat back up. Idiot! That guy could barely get his knees under your desk, never mind hide there. I tried pulling at the ropes again, but nothing doing. I would have to wait for someone to show up. Fortunately, the wait was short. The door to the office crept open slowly, and an elderly man peered around the edge. He was clearly trying to be stealthy, but when he saw no one besides me in the room, he relaxed and entered.